As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Young F.A. Holmes. Ah. Uh. These niggas so scary, won't let them bury me. That's why I keep my 30, I shoot like Gary. Alright, welcome back to Don V Fridays. This is this is officially West Virginia week. We wanted to get this out on on we wanted to get this out earlier in the week because we know how uh Thursday night games go. So a lot of y'all gonna be hearing this the day of the game or probably after the game. That's on me. My apologies. Um I had I had um a cut on my foot. And the cut had got infected because I didn't know I had a cut on my foot. So I was uh, in pain. My foot has got swollen. I'm fine now. I'm taking antibiotics and shit. But uh, I, I was in. I was in some. I was in pain. I was. I wasn't in the mood to record. Yeah, I was we were going through some physical shit. A little out of commission. Vito was like, "Oh, you can yeah. record tonight if you want." And I was like, "Well, if I'm gonna do it alone, I'm just gonna wait till tomorrow to see how you're feeling." So. Luckily, we were able to get this one out. We're probably going to end up pushing this tonight. This is Wednesday night when we're recording. So probably tonight, just so you guys can have it through the day. Normally, we do that yes. like late, late Thursday push. Well, it'll be out probably pretty early so everybody can get access. Um, but yeah, man, yes. it's exciting. West Virginia week. I got a little uh, I got a little group of, of Michigan Hokie fans that uh, we're going to a bar to, tomorrow together to watch the game. So there's uh, there's like five or six of us. Um, shout out to everybody who's been reaching out because apparently a lot of people didn't know I lived in Michigan until like recently. And then they're like, oh, we should we should go somewhere for the game. And I was like, all right, sure. Sounds good. So going to meet some faces. All the Michigan Hokies holding it down. Um, Not West a lot Virginia of week, West, West Virginia. West Virginia week is always is always interesting because um, you because you got this whole. You know, you got like newer school fans. It's a generation of Hokie fans that don't know what West Virginia rivalry is. And then it's like old Hokie fans that's like deaf, like deaf rivalry with West Virginia. So it's like always weird to see those paths cross. And um I, I shared an experience that I had at the 2017 West Virginia game where I said somebody threw up the aluminum beer bottle at me. I'm one of those fans. I grew up on the West Virginia rivalry, so I kind of know, kind of know how I get. I, I remember watching the uh, 2005 game, and um, I know I know how it gets. But it's a lot of listen. If you young, going to the bird, keep your head on the swivel, my boy. That's all. I'm <laughs> the old heads know what I'm talking about. You young motherfuckers that think it's sweet, keep your head on the swivel, my boy. We gonna get into all of that, but first, Drift, how you doing, Chief? How you living? Bro? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Just, uh, just, just grinding. It's been so nice working remote recently. I just have so much more time to sit on Twitter, uh, and yeah. which kind of sucks though right now because the Bengals are on some bullshit. So I've been pretty, pretty down bad. Uh, but they're gonna get it back together hopefully. But that's pretty much all I've been doing, man. It's been pretty relaxed. You know, I'm actually going down to Cincinnati this weekend to check out some apartments when I move down there. So. Scope scoping it out. Shout out to Cincinnati and the Cincinnati Bengals. So oh, Joe yeah. Burrow getting sacked 13 times in two games. He Unbelievable. His ass Unbelievable. But I mean, that's what happens. Like the Cincinnati Bengals is what happens when you need to buy a house, but instead of buying a house, you buy a chain. What I mean <laughs> by that is you need an offensive line, you go get a best receiver. And yeah, it's good to have the best receiver. But you still need an offensive line. That's how the game. 
Yeah, the sad part too is they went for their biggest spending in the offseason was Lael Collins from the from the Cowboys, and he's been fucking horrific. Yeah. He's been terrible. He's been by far the worst worst player on the offensive line. So it's like when you do spend and it doesn't hit, it's like oh yeah. that really that really is a, a stinger, you know. So yeah, and it also take offensive linemen like. It's the hardest thing to do with no practice. No, you know, they don't practice as much. They don't play in the preseason. Right. Um, yeah. So that's like the hardest position to go into a week one. Defensive players, they see ball, hit ball. They know how to do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. don't need time to do that shit. Exactly. Do that shit 12 hours a day. Yeah, um, plug, and, plug and play. Plug and play. Plug and play. Get in there and blow some shit up. But, uh, Let's show some love to the patrons, the people that pay the bills around here. Without them, I'd be living in the shelter, eating out of the <laughs> trash can. Shout out to hey, shout out to Frank P, a legend, Joe Rogers, super legend. This motherfucker's every everywhere. Shout out to Joe <laughs> Rogers. Shout out Jake, legend. Nathan, legend. Angie Kalent, a legend. Brendan Hill, like a double legend. He's an actual legend and then an actual legend. <laughs> Shout out to Susan Adams. Shout out to my guy, Hokie Smash, Matthew. Um, I seen your DM, Matthew. I, I'm not I'm not egging you, bro. I, I was going through some shit with my foot. Uh, shout out Elaine Cartwright, legend. Je- Miss Jerry McCain's. Put some respect on her name, legend. Um, Cam Cobb, my that hey, that's the that's the homie right there. Shout out to Cam Cobb, a legend. Hell yeah. Uh, shout out to Amir. Shout out to our boy Dan, a legend. Keep doing what you're doing. Shout out to Beth, a Twitter legend. Beyond just being a legend. Shout out to Lonnie. Shout out to Adam, legend. Shout out to Brian, Nola. Shout out to Mitch, a legend. I haven't heard Mitch. Pop up. Did Mitch pop up in that ODU space? Uh, I think he might have. Not sure, man, though. We, Can't we remember. Got, I, Mitch, tap in, bro. Where you been at, man? Your presence is needed, man. Shout out to Avery. Shout out to Tom and Andrew. Not that Andrew. Legends. Treadmill Horse. Don V. Don V. Friday's alumni. Alumni. Yeah. Shout out to Corey. Shout out to Diddler, a, a whole legend out here in these streets. Uh, shout out to Luke. Shout out to Ty. Shout out to Greg, Brandon, and Abbott. All legends. Uh, shout out to Daniel. Shout out to Nathan Stroud. Shout out to Two Quickski. Shout out to Josh Young, legend. Paul Shelton, legend. Our guy Ben. Ben, ben asked, was it, uh, he asked, was it rallies? And have the rose. Bro, you've been going too long. You know goddamn well. It's two on Mercury Boulevard, man. Get, <laughs> get, get your life together, man. It's rallies everywhere. It's checkers in DC, Northern Virginia, but it's rallies in Southern Virginia. Uh shout out to Nick. Legend. Shout out to Marquis. Shout out to Andrew. That Andrew. Yeah, that one. Uh shout out to Valerie, a legend and a queen. Shout out to you, mamas. Jack, Mary Andrew, Kobe, and last but not least, John. Shout out to all our Dumpy Fridays patrons. Without you, without y'all, I would not have been able to get my foot treated. I would be footless. They would have cut my foot off. I would y'all would see me at the next tailgate hobbling around and shit. <laughs> so <laughs> I would be so fucked up. Like yeah. dog, that's how that's how you lose your foot. That was bullshit. Well, hey, it's shout out Frank because uh, Frank was really the person that got the patron uh, requested in the first place. Like last, I want to say last year in like early December, he hit both of us up and he was like, hey, you guys have a patron. I want to I want to give you guys some cash. Yes. And I was like, no. Frank, and then Frank wanted to see us win. He did. He did. And he still does. He still does. And he still wants to see us. There's a reason why we said his name first, because that list that you're reading off of is the order in which that uh, people subscribe. So he was not only the person yes. that requested, but he was our first sub, too. So, hell yeah. Yes, Frank wants to see us win. Uh, everybody on this list wants to see us win. But Frank really wanted to see us win. Bro. Shout out to Frank, man. He don't get enough credit out here in these streets yeah. from us. Great guy. Um, 
And and what I want to imp- implement, which is gonna make Don V Friday's episodes even longer, but um I, I, I live to serve the people. If you are a patron, um you can DM me or Drift. And when we announce when we give you your shout out, we'll say any phrase you want. It could be as simple as a go hokies, it could be fuck Trump, it could be fuck Biden, it could be fuck Don V. Whatever you want me to say, I'll say it. <laughs> Outside of saying something that'll get this show canceled, um, which I don't know who would cancel it, but I mean, don't have me hating a certain group of people. Don't have me saying shit that's anti-gay. Don't have me saying shit that's anti-women. Don't have me saying shit that's anti-black. Like, not only would I not say it, if I ever see you, we would have to debate that physically. Um, and and don't and don't have me say nothing that's anti-white. You know, anti-white women, I'll do it. <laughs> anti-white people, no, I, no, we ain't doing that. Uh, so yeah, uh, really, <laughs> if you are a patron, and we can, and it can be different every week. I don't give a fuck. I ain't got shit but time. Um, you know, short but sweet. You know, don't have me going in on like eighty people, like. You can say fuck my ops, but I'm not about to go into all your ops individually. You get what I'm saying? So DM me, DM Drift, or uh, we'll 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 give it a spin and see how it go. Um, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a shit show, but fuck it. Like this is what y'all come here for, right? You want the good shit? You want good clean conversation? Go to Tech Talk sideline or some shit. They do the bullshit over here. Uh. Virginia Tech beat Wofford 27-7. It was kind of a disappointing performance, but we still got to see some positives. Um, Saw Jaden Blue do some things. Jaden Blue got his ass up out of prison. Um, It's good good to see Christian Moss and Jaden Blue kind of break out. And, yes, it's Wofford. We got to keep saying that because it's Wofford. They asked. They were supposed to do that. They were supposed to do more, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to see the receivers get out of jail first Wofford. Um, it was yeah. a good showing. Nick Gallo we, we had a Bryce Duke sighting on a nice wheel route. Um, Bryce Duke, first touchdown of his career. Yeah, Bryce Duke, first touchdown of his career. And it was also good to see Grant Wills put together some good drives. It wasn't perfect. It was against Wofford, but he got to put together something that he can be proud of. Um, those, I mean, we call those cook the books games, and they was trying to cook the books for him. Um, he probably should have had 400 yards passing, but he he did what he was supposed to do against an inferior opponent. I feel, you know, we didn't put up 60 like we wanted, but. Yeah, this is a nice little mediocre, Sean, you know, like you said, got to see. I, re- I really like seeing Christian Moss. I think earlier in the season when the receivers were struggling, uh, he was kind of one of the guys where I was like, where's he at? Because he has the he has the length. You know, I think he's 6'3". Um, and he was getting some hype in, in training camp. I remember the coaches saying they liked him. So it was good to see him come out uh, and, and get some catches, five catches for 50 yards. That was nice. He had a long of 18, which is a good play to, I think, the sideline. Um, so yeah, it was, it was an overall, you know, decent, decent showing. I would have loved to see us, uh, score, you know, 40, but you know, it is what it is, I guess at the end of the day, 20 points in the first half, isn't the worst thing. I think the, it was a slow start, but, uh, you know, they got the job done and it was really, I think, uh, a prep for, for West Virginia. So, um, I think they're more concerned about not showing too much and, and, you know, cause this game is quick turnaround play on Thursday. So obviously Keyshawn King didn't play, he might play. Tomorrow, I'm still not sure on that, but so overall, decent, decent showing. Defense is still doing well. Like to see what what they've been killing it. So, um, yeah, you know, defense, defense doing the damn thing. We gave Wofford their first points of the season, but you in this era of college football, you gonna give up some, you gonna give up some scores. Uh, Wofford didn't go crazy on us. They didn't, you know, put up twenty one points or nothing. They weren't gonna get shut out all year. They was going to have to score on somebody. So it was us. It was against the backups. Yeah, it was at the um, end of the game, fourth quarter end score. End of the game. It didn't mean nothing in the long run. Um, 
I would I would like to see I would I would like to see uh offensively we start to put it all together with running, passing, blocking. I, I need I need to see the I need to see the full I need to see a full complete performance from the offense one of these weeks. Uh defense been kinda holding it down, albeit, you know, we've been playing some shitty teams. Yeah, so we've been playing bad offenses, but the thing is, this is really not a whole lot of good offenses we're going to play this year. Um, so, right. you know, so outside of man. like UNC and um, maybe if Miami pulls it together, Miami's offense looks bad right now. They could, I mean, they have the talent, but they look terrible. Um, and then, right. I don't know, maybe I mean, maybe NC State, but other than that, I mean, that's really it in terms maybe, of. I mean, UVA's offense has been struggling, but they got the pieces. Yeah, to be capable, a capable good offense. Yeah, but they've been looking bad, bad. They've too, been looking so. like absolute turds. But we know they got the personnel to put. I mean, these by shit by Thanksgiving they should be playing some decent ball by then too. That's the thing. Football is one of those weird sports. Like everybody's figuring themselves out. Yeah, teams can look way different from September to Thanksgiving. You know, like completely different teams. So. Yes, it's still indeed. still only week four, man. It's, you know, yeah, a long yeah. season. Week four college football. Um, any other Wofford news and notes? Man, no, fucking people. Um, glad to see the receivers get out of jail a little bit. They got the uh nice little work release, nice work release program for the receivers. Man, they got to touch some sunlight. They got to touch <laughs> grass. They ate their first meal that wasn't served in the mess hall. They got out the shoe program. You know, shout out, shout outs to the wide receiver room. Um, they got out of they, you know, what they call it. I don't about to call it a conjugal visit, but that, that means you're still in jail. But they got to not be in jail for a day. So shout out to them. Yeah. Shout out to the receiver room. Shout out to the tight ends. Shout out Nick Gallo. We see you. Um, yes, sir. Let's get to these week three lives. Oh my lord! Uh, first we had we had the Oklahoma game, the big yeah. kickoff. Yeah, that was early. Now I know for a fact. I don't think I predicted the score, but I said Oklahoma was going to beat the shit out of Nebraska. I think that was the easiest pick of the week. Uh, you had Nebraska covering. Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a that was a bad yeah, one. I don't care if the spread was 90 points. Nebraska won't cover the shit. Yeah, it was 10 uh, points, and they, they lost by, like, 30. Uh, so They got their shit beat out of them. They did. They did. It and, was if tough. I'm not, and they were at home. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, when you can't even sell your soul for, like, rivalries, like, like, like we just talked about what we're going to continue to talk about West Virginia and Virginia Tech, like a rivalry that used to be a thing, and then conference realignment back in the early 2010s kind of fucked up a lot of good rivalries. That's another one. Like the old head Nebraska fans ain't like they had to sit through that. Like young Nebraska fans probably could give a fuck. They used to losing and they don't know nothing about the Oklahoma game. Them old head Nebraska fans, is, I'm telling you, that shit probably hit them different. Yeah, that's why I was thinking maybe Nebraska would get up for the game, but uh, especially after a coach getting fired, sometimes teams will turn around and like do something. Uh, but nope, the opposite. Yeah, no, I feel like when a, when a coach gets fired, you they either might do you know this week if they playing somebody else, if it ain't Ohio State, but uh, uh no, 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 not with Oklahoma coming to town. No, yeah, they, no they, got, they got Indiana and then Rutgers and Purdue and Illinois. I mean, okay. They're, they're, they're going to start making the scene. Like, I think Indiana going to whoop them. When they get the Rutgers and all of that, that's when it's going, okay, Nebraska's showing some life. Yeah. Uh, nah, hell. So that was we an L on had, my part. Yeah, we both had Oregon covering versus BYU. Oregon ended up beating the shit out of people, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Another a 41 to 20. Another easy pick was Penn State on the road at Auburn. Uh, Auburn's offense was disjointed. Like, and, and now I'm seeing reports where Brian Harson doesn't recruit. He's not on the road. He's not on the trail. Yeah, it's looking me, bad. Me, TJ Finley was explain. 11 for 1,952 yards. I could have predicted that. But Brian Harson not being on the trail – 
is concerning because you do not take that job. You can't take that Auburn job and recruit like you did at Boise State. You cannot recruit Auburn like that. Like Fuente, and I know, I know, I know, Fuente reference, right? We always talk about Fuente. Fuente tried to do the same thing at Virginia Tech, where like you're at this bigger school, but you still got this small school mindset. Like, man, look, just get me the guys that want to be here. I'll coach them up. Like, it don't work like that in the SEC. It bare, it works in the ACC. It just take a while. It don't work in the SEC. You're not not only are you not going to win the SEC, you're, you're going to get your ass kicked every week. You're going to get your head beat in. Like, you cannot do that down there. It's different. If Brian Harson thinks, let me just whatever Georgia, Tennessee, Bama, and Florida, I'll take their pick over. It's like, you know, no, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're going to get your head beat in every week. Like, fuck no. What the fuck is the Brian Harson? Brian Harson is trying to get himself fired. What say you? Yeah, I think the initial hire was a little like it was rushed from Auburn too, and they got rid of Gus. It was like they had a good season, and then they turned around, and it was kind of a dumpster fire. And then instead of letting him build it back, they just fired him. And it was like, who are you going to hire? There's nobody there. And then they reached for Harson, and now they're reaping the you know the. The, the, yeah. you know now the it's benefits. bad exactly so, so 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 what ends up happening is and maybe brian harson because i i'm noticing you got i always try to peep trends i always like to be i always like to try to be early and see what's going on this is why a lot of people say oh he's crazy and then and then a year or two later you're like oh shit he kind of knew this about i think the brian harsons of the world i think they know High school recruiting, if, if you're not Bama, Ohio State, Texas, it's a fucking L. If you if 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 you are not one of them schools, Michigan, Texas, Texas AM, Ohio State, Oklahoma, USC, um, who I'm forgetting. Maybe a Florida when they humming. Ohio State, did you say? Ohio State. What's the point of me trying to get four stars to to Auburn knowing they're going to leave next year? They're not even like they're going to give me two good years. They're not even going to give me a good year. They're going to come here, pout, bounce. Yeah. So maybe Brian Harson is not on the recruiting trail because he's like, bro, I'm recruiting that portal first and foremost. I'm not even about to waste my time with these high school kids. They don't want to stay. They're not going to come. I'd rather get somebody who bought their business. That was kind of Fuente was going there too. He just went about it fucked up because he right. didn't want to. Re- he Fuente wanted to do the portal, but he wanted he wanted pickovers from the portal. He wanted to go to Youngstown State. He wanted to get D two guys and Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt guys. Like he didn't want to be in the mix. Like like you can re- you can be a portal recruiter. But you got to be in that mix. Fuente yeah, didn't want to be in. Fuente didn't want to be in none of the mix. In terms of somebody who does it well, it's it's Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker is probably the best example of somebody who actually uses the transfer portal the best way. Right, because you got to because because it's it's nothing wrong with either philosophy, but recruiting recruiting out the transfer portal, you got to look at it like you getting jucos. Like you only gonna have them for one or two years. Mm-hmm. So you gonna get somebody about their business, you know, somebody more mature, but you have to keep continuing to patch that hole. Like he's gonna be gone. He's there for that year or two, and he's out. Yeah, it's so, a, such a fast turnaround. You know, it's what a I mean? fast it's, turnaround. It, college football is already a fast turnaround, even the four years that you think a player is gonna be there. But having them for only a year or two is it makes it so much more difficult. Right, and if you're trying to get somebody who is in that junior, senior, if like a third or fourth year, he's you got to think of a motherfucker that's probably playing for himself. Like, bro, he's not trying to go through hard times. He kind of, he kind of yeah, think about his money clock. He's thinking about his draft stock. You know, he's, he wants to go somewhere. He's going to get showcased well. And take yeah, Tavion he, for example. Tavion's like, all right, I'm going to a 
a good offense with a good quarterback so that I can put good tape out there so I can get drafted. You know what I mean? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. He ain't go out there to dick around. He ain't going out there to try to get that bread. But, uh, yeah, so Auburn lost. We got a little off the, off the rails, but we're bringing it back. I lied. Lied a fucking week. Uh, Texas A&M beat Miami. Um, Miami's offense, I think we I think Drift mentioned earlier, uh, they're not looking too hot right now under Mario Cristobal. Um, yeah. A bit of a a bit of a shock to me because you know you think of crystal ball like tough running teams like physical teams but I'm not seeing the physicality. Um, yeah. Hopefully they don't they don't find that shit versus us. But uh, so something I saw floating around is that apparently Mario Cristobal like really micromanages his OC and especially the quarterback and I mean Justin Herbert did not look great at Oregon. Like he, Justin Herbert was not Justin Herbert at Oregon right. at he all. He would flash. He would flash occasionally, but right. But for the most part, like look, there was, but look, he looked the part, but never like dominated. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't really a question that Tua was the better prospect at the time when the Dolphins took him ahead of Herbert. So I mean, maybe this is a thing with Cristobal where he like kind of fucks up his quarterbacks and like. Van Dyke was supposed to be like a first round type quarterback, and now he's kind of going through it. So yeah, it's gonna be interesting to keep an eye on Miami. Yeah, we keep an eye on we'll keep an eye on them. The truth for the week. Ole Miss beat the shit out of Georgia Tech. Uh no shock there. Um Zach Evans looks good. Yeah. Zach Evans looks really, really good. Um any TCU uh fans listening. Man, that's that portal, bro. Give it, take it away. Yeah, yeah. For like a year or two. <laughs> it's yeah, funny too because Zach bro. Evans was the highest rated recruit that TCU ever got, and it was only because his recruiting was so insane. Don't you remember? Yeah, like he, his he was, recruiting was so fucked up. He was supposed to commit to like five different schools, and then he never ended up signing. And then he mm-hmm. just waited forever, and you thought he was going to go play for Lane Kiffin, and then he didn't, and then. Yeah, and then he took a year or two and then decided to go. So he's a he's a weird player. Look, man, listen. Like my inner my inner boomer comes out like in those type of recruitments. And I'm all I'm I'm normally pro player in a lot of cases. But my inner boomer wakes up. Once a motherfucker <laughs> decommits from once a motherfucker decommits from his second school. That's when my inner boomer wakes up. Like, all right, bro, fuck you. Like, yeah. Like, not 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 praying on nobody's downfall, shit like that. Some some of them boomers like go in with that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing too is but, like, not only did he decommit twice, but he also was supposed to sign at the All American game. Like, you know, right. they do those, they do those, you yeah. know, like at halftime and they do it, and then he just didn't do it, and nobody, there was no reason. He just was like, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna commit. You know, and right? Just, didn't commit. He had a weird. Like those super weird commitments. Like Zach Evans, I think I said this on Don V Fridays before. I know I've said it up here when I used to do this by myself. But um there's not many players, and Zach Evans might break this curse, that have those super weird recruiting process where they committed to a bunch of schools, decommit from a bunch of schools, they off and on, back and forth, like just love this love the recruiting process so much that they in the portal, out the portal, increment, decommit, like Brew McCoy, motherfuckers like him. Like, and then go on to like kill college football and be a first round pick. Like I've never seen it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's somebody. Um, but like, like I said, people like Brew McCoy, like I don't even know what school that dude is at. He might be back at Texas off here for all we know. But uh, Tate Martell was was doing that too. And, Tate Martell, like, and just he was ass. Just, like, like they damn near shopping themselves. I'm gonna take this back to like the old nine recruiting class. I've been following recruiting for a long time, kiddos. Gather around, I'll tell you a story. Uh, there was the there was this kid. His name was Bryce. Bryce something. I'm I'm blanking, but he was from the state of Kansas. He was the number one running back in the country. He had a brother that played at Kansas State, Bryce Brown. His brother played at Kansas State. No, his brother played at Miami and transferred to Kansas State. And Bryce Brown, like this was like 
social media was still kind of new. So instead of he was charging people, him and whoever was handling him, it wasn't just him. It's always an old greedy nigga behind the scenes too. Who him and his old head, his OG, whoever it was, they was charging people like, and he would give updates on his recruiting. Like, so I don't know if he had a website or whatever the case may be. So like when he released, I'm surprised nobody else has done this shit. But I Especially guess he turned off sports betting. Yeah, I'm surprised that. Somebody else, somebody in, in this in new NIL era, somebody else is going to do this. And Twitter's going to lose their minds on this kid. But Twitter was still young in its infancy days. But uh, he had it where, like, you pay to join, I guess, his website or whatever. And he gives his own recruiting news, like, narrow my shit down to five schools. You know what I'm saying? Like, he kept his <laughs> shit so tight. Like on, a, on, like, a patron? That, but this was before that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, like you pay, you get the subscription, and you yeah, and, and, and he and he gives his own shit. Like you know, I took a visit to such and such. Like the 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 and you know, you're talking about a 17, 18 year old kid, albeit he's the number one player in the country, or at least the number one back. I know that for a fact. And um, he's he's doing this. You know the old the old media like they hate shit like that because you could damn near putting them out of a job. Like you know, it's people that get paid to cover this shit, and if they don't got no Bryce Brown scoop because he's not telling you shit and his circle is tight, only thing they can say is they they got they got to pay for the information if anything. <laughs> they exactly. Do that shit. He ended up signing with Tennessee, um, and. He had a weird ass career. I think he ended up going back to Kansas State with his brother. Um, they played in the whatever. NFL for like a couple of years and then was out. And he was right. bouncing around teams while he was in the NFL too. Right. So basically, I say all that to say when you have those weird ass high school commitments where you all over the place, I'm not saying that makes you ass. I'm just saying your career, like the they careers be kind of ass. I'm not saying that. You know, I don't know. They, I don't know. They get you lost just, in the sauce. Yeah, you never really they, see. They, I never, mean, they never settle in. They always, if you always looking out the window, like you never like settle in where you at. Right. Um. I mean, the only really the player that comes to mind for me is like Cam Kelly because he did the, uh, the flip to Tech and then he flipped again to Auburn and then he yeah. left Auburn he, like he, right he, when he, he got there. Portal. Went to, yeah, he, went portable for, he went portable for spring practice. Even started, yeah. He got there and left immediately. Right. Uh, and he, he there, man. you know, I'm not, he's, you know, he's still he in college, but yeah, he, he he, I him. feel like every time I watch UNC, he's getting torched. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, he, he either giving it up or he I mean, the whole defense over. is getting torched. So, I mean, I can maybe it's not just him, oh, but yeah, I'm, just, yeah, I'm just saying, oh, man. man. <laughs> But yeah, the ones with the we- with the weirdo shit, um, maybe that's what Brian Harson's tired of too, like the politics, the weirdo shit. For I know Fuente hated it, like he couldn't even hide the shit. So yeah, yeah. Um, so we say all that to say, what was we at? We all off the rails. Texas saying and beat Miami. <laughs> Zach, Texas, no, we were talking about Zach Evans, Ole Miss. So oh, Ole Miss, we were. Ole Miss beat the shit out of uh, Ole Miss beat the shit out of Georgia Tech. Um. We didn't talk about ODU damn near beating UVA. We didn't even pick that game. But uh, like, like I said, we've been monitoring the UVA offense. I'm just saying. Doesn't look this good. This shit looking crazy. So yeah. um, that's it for the week three last. Let's get into this week four action. Um, We're we starting to get more ACC games. Everybody getting these. Northwest Washington State softer fucking schedule. No more uh Presbyterian Techs. We starting to get into the real games. Uh UVA at Syracuse. I believe this is Friday night. Yes. Under the Friday night lights. Uh Cuse is a nine point favorite. Uh Sean Tucker is without a doubt one of the best running backs from Syracuse since Jim Brown, I guess. <laughs> or that express that express nigga. 
Uh, shout out to shout out to Syracuse and their history of running backs. Um, who you got? Uh, I'm taking Syracuse against the spread. I think Sean Tucker's Sean Tucker's gonna go nuts. Uh, and uh, Hughes doesn't look bad. I mean, they blew out Louisville week one and and beat Purdue recently. Purdue's not bad either. So uh, yeah, taking Hughes. Always weird playing in the dome too. Anytime a Virginia school goes up to the dome, it's spooky. So anytime anybody go up there, I think yeah. they even gave Clemson some hell games up in that dome. They did. Um, I'm taking Hughes as well. And I want to take the time to put some respect on Dino Babers. Uh, I think he's still the coach. I don't think they found him yet. Yeah, he's still. I want to put some respect on Dino Babers because um, he came to Cuse from I want to say Bowling Green, and he had this he had this air raid attack. He, he was like a passing offense, and I don't think they've been a passing team since he's got there. I think they've always, even when Eric Dungy was the quarterback, like. He was like a scrappy running quarterback. Like, I don't remember no – I could be wrong, and somebody will correct my ass. I don't recall no Q's QB putting up, like, crazy yardage, 40, 50 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. It's always been a – they've been like a running team. Like, he switched He switched the identity to fit the program. Like, he yeah. didn't try to get himself fired. Like, we going to do this shit how I say we do this shit. Uh, he said, hey, that's what I got. If I got Eric Dungy, who is more athlete than thrower, then that's what I'm going to do. If I got uh, Sean Tucker, one of the best running backs he ever had, it's going to go through him. Like, I, I respect his hustle. Shout out to Dino Babers, man. It ain't many of us black people allowed to coach. So, if you get one of them jobs, you hold on to the shit. Yeah. So, yeah. You look good. I think Hughes is going to have a good showing. Um, number five, Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson is seven point favorites. Um, but Wake Forest is feeling good. They got the quarterback back. Yeah, um, Sam Hartman. Uh, who you who you got? I think I I think I got to take Wake money line just straight up. You're taking, you're taking a wake to win. Yeah, man. I think if uh, I think this is the the spooky DJ game. I think this is the game that the DJ. Uh, I think they get down early. DJ is gonna look like shit, and uh, and he might get yanked. And honestly, if he gets yanked, I can see Clemson winning the game. But if they leave him in too long uh, and he's playing bad, I think this is wakes for the taking. I mean, it's a noon game. It's gonna be bright and early. Wakes coming off a good week, so I'm gonna go with Wake here. I guess I'm the resident Clemson picker. Um, I'm taking Clemson, but <laughs> I think Clemson. I think Clemson gonna beat the shit out of these people. Um, Thing is, Clemson hasn't played absolutely anybody. Yeah, Georgia Tech, well, Furman, and uh, well, nobody LA Tech. played. Well, well, I think what Wake played Vanderbilt or somebody, but ain't nobody played nobody. Um, Clemson gonna beat the shit out of them people. Um, Brian Brissy's sister died. He didn't play last week. Um, she had cancer or something. Yeah, brain cancer. I don't know if brain cancer. One of the worst, one of the worst cancers. My cousin Drina had that shit. And like it got to the point where we was just like, I don't even want to say we because it wasn't like my decisions, cousins, like my mom's cousin. So I guess that makes her a second cousin. I don't know how that cousin shit worked. But the family was just like, yo, like to keep her from suffering. Let's just let her go, you know, and because it's uh, it, us, us as humans, we're selfish. Like we want you here, but sometimes the person is suffering more. Like yo, just let them go, bro. Like <laughs> right. it's over with. So it's a hard decision to, to make. I'll be the Brian Brzee's, uh sister. You don't never want to hear nothing like that, for, especially from a kid. Yeah. But um, if he's back. Ooh, I don't, he don't even got to be back. They're going to beat the shit out of Wake Forest. Like, all of what they're going through behind the scenes is going to get took out on the Demon Deeks on, on Saturday. <laughs> Notre Dame. Notre Dame at UNC. UNC is one and a half point favorites. Who you got? Uh, went to Notre Dame this past weekend. Forgot to mention that. So I was at uh, okay. I was at Notre Dame for the uh, for the Cal game, and uh, 
man, Notre Dame's offense is horrendous because Drew Pine is fucking terrible. I don't think like it doesn't matter how bad North Carolina's defense is. I just don't think Notre Dame can score like they just can't. I mean, dude literally throws the ball into the ground every play. Um, So I just I got to take North Carolina here. I just I, just, I have zero um, faith that Notre Dame's going to score. I'm taking UNC as well. And I have a message to Marcus Freeman, my brother. Um, I don't know if you know, but uh, they will get you up out of there, Chief. Uh, um, yeah, that was actually one of the things that uh, I noticed at Notre Dame is like their their fans are like not crazy for him. Like, you know, on Twitter and like people that know Marcus Freeman, especially Virginia Tech people, we love Marcus Freeman. Uh, Notre Dame fans, they need to see it first. Uh, they're not going to buy they anything. Will get you up out of there, my boy. They don't let us. Let me tell you something. I'm surprised Dino Babers ass still got a job. They don't let us be mediocre, my brother. Let me just tell you that one. Scott Frost can be mediocre for the rest of his life. Somebody will always believe in him. But uh, they don't let us be mediocre, bro. You fuck this one up, you ain't get another one. Back right. get together. Back get together. Or leave it alone. Notre Dame's schedule is well, not getting any easier either. They play BYU the following week at home. It's a night game. Uh, Stanford, they play at Syracuse. They play home versus Clemson. It's going to be a tough year for them with their current quarterback yeah, situation. That's that independent shit. Yeah, shout out to Notre Dame. They pull up on everybody. Boston College at Florida State. Florida State is 17 and a half point favorites. Boston College is coming off. Uh, a shitty start of the season. They got to turn around. What you got? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, seems like I think I'm gonna take Boston College against the spread, just because it feels like even when Florida State wins games, they're close games. They just seem to always be in a close game. The only teams they blow out are like FCS teams on occasion. Um. Uh, so 17 is a lot of points to cover, even even as bad as Boston College is. Um, and I actually like what Florida State's doing. It's just I don't know. If, that's a lot of points, man, especially for an ACC matchup. Yeah, yeah. I, my, my, my mind is telling me Boston College is awful. My mind is telling me Boston College is awful. Florida State should roll. But Florida State quarterback took an injury and – they got a lot of shit going on, like you said. They they got they got issues. I think I'm gonna take Boston College against the spread as well. Um, maybe Florida State does win by two touchdowns. You know, maybe they make yeah. it look a little shum shum late, but I think it's gonna be a struggle throughout the game. I agree. And Boston College is like, I mean, it's like now or never for their season. So they're gonna be selling out for this game. Uh, big time. Uh, them motherfuckers lost to us and Rutgers. It's never. That shit is over with. <laughs> uh, shit, this season's done. Well, I, I feel bad for whoever got to play the motherfuckers on Red Bandana night. That might be they won, whoever they got. <laughs> but uh, everybody else, yeah, that's a dub. Uh, this is a non-conference one, but I feel like it's. I'll be like to throw a little interesting nugget game out there. Wisconsin at Ohio's number three, Ohio State. Ohio State is eighteen and a half point favorites. I'll start this one off. Hammer that shit. Uh, Ohio State is going to put up 90 on Wisconsin. Yeah, oh, this is a – I don't know, man. This is another one where it's just like – dude, you don't just blow out Wisconsin, and the reason you don't is because they run the ball so fucking much and just drain the clock, and they can run the ball because uh, Brandon Allen's fucking really good. So, I don't know. I just – I thought, you know, looking back, like on the Notre Dame game, Notre Dame is not good, and we thought Ohio State was going to blow their shit out, and they did not. So I just, I gotta, I gotta see it first. I'm not buying the, I'm not buying the Ohio State shit yet. Buying Ohio State. Take Wisconsin well, versus spread. Yeah, no, uh, um, it's it's nothing wrong with that pick. I I just think Ohio Ohio State is about to be in like that mode where they about to start. They do. They get in that mode in like the middle of the season where they start absolutely smoking the shit out of the team. I mean, they scored they 77 chugging. last week. They get into that mode where they start chugging shit where you got, I almost said his fucking name, number Jackson. 88. They used to, 
number 88 that used to play for the Colts, his son. Marvin um, Harrison. I never heard that name in my life. Um, Marvin Harrison. Yeah, it's his son. Who, Marvin Harrison who, Jr. I number think. 88 that used to play for the Colts. We don't yeah. say his name. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know that name. And I don't know. Who, who, who. I don't like to. I don't gamble with my life, bro. I ain't saying his name, but his he used to play for the Colts back in the day. He got a son that played for Ohio State. Um, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I, ain't, I ain't gonna speak his name, but y'all know who I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, he's pretty good, and um, yeah, they got weapons all over the place, man. Y'all know about Ohio State. Take the Buckeyes. Drift got Drift got Wisconsin, but I think Ohio State gonna roll. Last but not least, before we get up out of here, the game, the game of the week, the one we're all here for Thursday night, Blacksburg, Virginia. Michael Vick, Michael Vick's gonna be there. Uh, he's already taking pictures with Pride. Yes, already Pride gave us, already gave a speech. Already yeah. gave a speech. Pride actually see saw him and acknowledged him. Yes, yes, to make up for that shit that happened in twenty nineteen. West Virginia at Virginia Tech. The, the throw the throw the spreads out. Throw the throw the throw the throw the records out. We know that we know West Virginia gave up hundred points to Kansas and lost. Uh we know Virginia Tech lost to Old Dominion. Throw it all out. This is this is West Virginia's second big rivalry game. Obviously, they played against Pitt to start the season. What does Virginia Tech have to do? Not beat themselves. Rivalry game. Not beat themselves. Not beat them. Now, when you say that, do you mean penalties? Turnovers, picks, uh, turnovers, special teams. It's got to be a clean game. It has to be clean. So it has to be a clean, efficient game. If I'm not mistaken, we lost last year's game because of an inefficiency in the red zone. If I'm not mistaken, uh, my memory gets a little hazy. I can remember some of the most random shit and lose some of the big details. But if I'm not mistaken, last year in the same game in Morgantown, Virginia Tech lost because of red zone inefficiency. We walked away a lot of drafts with zero points or just three points. If I'm not mistaken. This Um, is true. So... I think Drift hit it spot on the money. I don't think we need to do shit offensively different. I don't think we need to do shit defensively different. I don't think we got to – I don't think we got to unleash the playbook. I think we got to play clean football, Grant Wells, clean football. You know, it's good your receivers got out of jail. They might be back in jail this weekend. It's okay. Or, or Thursday. They might be back in jail. It's going to be an effort between Keyshawn King, if he can play, uh, if he's healthy enough to play, Jalen Holston, Chance Black, Malachi Thomas, if he can play. This is going to be a tough, physical, uh, old-school, uh, need-the-ice-tub after the game type of game. It's going to be a tough contest. It's not going to be one of those easy ones. So I'm pretty sure we're going to be wearing all maroon. Uh, The crowd is going to be absolutely electric. This is your sell your soul. Brent Pride needs this one. He could get himself a lot of goodwill uh, if he pulls this one off. Yeah, I think it's I think it's bound to happen too. I just uh the atmosphere is going to be electric and I think, you know, if they just don't if if we score 17 points, I think we can win the game. Like I don't think I don't think we're going to have to score that much. I think our defense is going to keep us in the game. I think we're just going to have oh, to run the ball. You think JT Daniels is age? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think he's very good. He's another one of those guys that this is his third school that he's been at. Uh, he's throwing for pretty much 50% right now. Um, yeah, I don't think he's going to murder us. Uh, so we can control the trenches. If we can run the ball at least a little bit, I think we're going to be all right. 
Uh, hey, shout, hey, shout outs to JT Daniels. Um, hey, he's at his third school. One thing about West Virginia is they do not like having their own. Like, when's the last time West Virginia had a quarterback that they like raised? Produced, like, yeah, yeah, produced. Like, they, like he didn't go nowhere else. Was it Geno? Probably was Geno or somebody like. Probably like, since like Geno was a quarterback that they that they recruited, they it came up through their ranks. <laughs> exactly. They Who was the quarterback they had last year? Oh, um, he gone too. Um, Daigie, like Jared Daigie, or some shit. He he already like he ended up transferring. Yeah, Daigie. He was there. From nineteen to twenty, was he there last year too? I can't remember. Oh, he might have been gone. Well, who knows? Somebody else's quarterback. That's what I do know. Yeah. Um. Then we faced Daggy. Oh my trip. We might have. That might have been the. He might have been there since the start. Yeah. I'm not sure. And he gave us the game, but we gave it back. But it'd be like that. It'd be like that. But uh, should should be a fun night. I'll be home. I'll be watching from home uh, while my foot heals. Um, I'm excited. I think the atmosphere is going to be really cool. Um, This is a big one for Pry, like you said. I mean, if Pry wins this game, he's going to have a lot of stock built up with the fans big time. Yes. Uh, Against a fan base that can't wait to look like – the fans already love Pride. Like, like, like the fans already love Pride. The people love Pride. They just like, need reasons to love more. People yeah, want, man. yeah, people want just a reason to love Pride more. Like, did you see West Virginia's uniform reveal? I did not know. They they used Doug Nestor uh in the reveal. Um nice little, I guess, you know, nice little dig at us, I guess. Shout out to Doug Nestor, man. It ain't nothing personal, bro. Uh, we, we know we know what you got to do. Uh, we we know you playing a role. You know what I'm saying, but it, you know now you know you know our football team got social media too. They saw this shit, so yeah, they posted it like, actually. Like, uh, what's like, his name? The garbage posted it on on Instagram. Right. So like, you got to live with the shit. Like, you got to like physically answer for the shit that you're doing. You know, going up, going up against the gang like that. So, that's on you, man. You you could have been you could have been with us, but you chose to go against us. So now you on the menu. That's how it be. Yeah. So shout shout out Doug Nestor, but they you should have told them you was somebody else this week. You know. Now yeah. you made yourself. Now you made yourself a smoking pistol. For that <laughs> damn reason. Exactly. Any, any anything else we need to cover in this uh, game? Defense on the defensive side of the ball, I think they just gotta limit big plays. Just I mean, just make them earn absolutely everything because it's gonna be hard in that environment. I know it's gonna be nuts in uh, Blacksburg tomorrow, so make them right. Earn it. This, this this can be like you know you see how Dax has been like climbing and climbing. Like Thursday night can be Dax. Um, um, immortalization game. If Dax gets anything over five tackles and makes one highlight play, he's gonna be like immortalized. Like they're gonna put this motherfucker up there with the Adibis and the Bruce Taylors and shit. Not saying that Dax Dax has some moments and shit. I don't want Dax. Don't fuck me up, bro. But what I'm saying is Dax, bro. If Dax has like a crazy game where he everywhere against West Virginia in that environment. Bro might get himself a statue on by Saturday. Oh yeah, uh, this is a this is a huge game for Tag. I think it's gonna really show what this team can do this year and kind of like right. where they're going. It's a big identity game for sure. Big identity game. But mind you, ain't nobody outside of the Appalachian Mountains gonna be watching the shit. Like this ain't even like a game that's like super hyped up and all this shit. Like. Everybody, you know, I I would be, I would honestly wouldn't be surprised if this if this game got a lot of views because uh, Thursday night football is now only on Prime, so 
Uh, bars yeah. are bars are not going to have the NFL game on, and this is basically the only thing on. So yeah. I think, oh yeah, it's it's still it's still big time football. It's gonna do its numbers, but like the discussion around the game. Oh, for sure, like, yeah. I mean, like none of these teams are gonna you know really, really do anything this year. It's not like a ranked matchup. Uh, not a big time ranked matchup. And and you can always tell when it's a big game because yes. I'm a Virginia Tech fan that follows Virginia Tech fans. Of course, our timelines are buzzing, but like, I always like to get the post to see like what are other fan bases talking about. You know, other fan bases are only talking about their own teams, their own games. Right. Yep. It's like when a big game is coming up, like everybody be like, I mean, "Fuck all that." What about this such and such game? Like, ain't nobody talking about this shit. So. Yeah, uh, if, if, tech, if, if Tech wins, it's funny, too, because, like, after the Old Dominion game, it was like, we're not going to – we're getting smoked by West Virginia. We're getting smoked by Boston College. Uh, mm-hmm. We're only going to win three games. We're only going to win four games, and here we are. And, and if we – Boston College. Yeah. And then it was, we're back. Yeah, and so, I mean, if we win tomorrow, that Old Dominion game is going to feel like it happened a season ago, you know. If we win, if we win tomorrow – these motherfuckers gonna start talking this ACC championship game shit. Uh, 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 uh. I don't think I'm ready. Yeah, well, the thing is, the Hokies are still gonna struggle. Uh, but they're like, it's what I was saying about Pride when we lost Old Dominion. Is like we're gonna beat good teams and we're gonna lose to bad teams. Like it's gonna be an up and down season. But I think he's gonna win the games that buy the that buy the fans back. Like he's gonna like I. Would not be surprised if he beats West Virginia. I wouldn't be surprised if we lost to North Carolina and Pitt and then came back and beat Miami at home. Like it just that just kind of feels like the way the season is gonna go. And then you're gonna be bought in from the wins, even though we're gonna have the losses still. So yep. Well that's it for Don V Fridays. Uh any last thing you need to say to the people, Drew? Uh, I got nothing other than House of Dragons has me hooked right now, man. Absol- absolutely hooked. Bruh, that shit is off. The- that's that classic. Classic like, Game that, of Thrones. Classic oh. Game of Thrones. Like, you get into Game of Thrones into them late seasons, it, it had a lot of big fights and big moments. But Game of Thrones isn't a big show game of thrones is a slimy political show it is <laughs> that's, why it's, that's why it's the game of thrones man not that's the, fuck it's the game of thrones like, it is good it reminds me a lot of of season four of game of thrones the actual show season four game of thrones i'm trying not to spoil it to the peasants that don't got hbo but uh yeah man season four game of thrones was top notch must TV every Sunday night. Yeah, yeah, I saw somewhere it's like is good. It's good, man. It's they've they've like jumped in numbers every week. Like they're averaging like twenty nine million views a week, which is insane. That's like what NFL playoff games get. Uh, right. I bet you. Oh, I show. bet you George R. R. Martin is walking around the HBO offices talking big shit. Yeah. Well, the thing is, that's kind of that's nice is like the story is already written and it already ends. So there's not yeah. that like there's never going to be a point where they can fuck it up. Right. And I mean, it's like they can't it's fuck it up set in stone. But man, the, the acting, nobody the, be like, hey, I got to go write this Star Wars movie. Let me wrap right. Game of Thrones up right quick. Exactly. Fucking it, motherfuckers. The nice thing, too, is they don't like it. It's a like obviously dragons are in the title but it's like they don't show the dragons a lot you know what i mean and when they do show the yeah. dragons it means something it's not like uh yeah, it's, it's not a dragon cool. show yeah yes it's not drag they're not having dragon wars every week right like, and when they break the dragons out like that's their nuke like all right don't make me break this shit out now like, <laughs> exactly. like that's that's their that's their fucking predator missile like i'll break this shit out yeah, man, it's fire. Um, I've been just every Sunday. I've been waiting for that, and then the whole week, I'm just that's I'm I'm amped for it. It's fucking taking over the fall, taking over football season. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, when when Sunday night football is getting legitimate, like I definitely turned away from that Packers game. Like, oh, let me cut. This I, shit did, off I did. I did. I did too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, we. I mean, it's the fucking Bears. We knew what the Bears were gonna do. 
So it's like, hey, let me let me let me make sure I catch this this house of the dragon right quick. <laughs> Shout out to George R. R. Martin for creating such a crazy world. Where he's like an dragon, absolute wizard, bro. Wizard incest and titties and underage sex and killing and all this shit going. You got to be on good cocaine to write up <laughs> shit like that. So shout yeah. out to drugs. But God and George R. R. Martin <laughs> through that journey. Hell yeah. But that's, that's all I had. I just had to, I had to bring it up. I had to bring that up. We haven't no, talked no, about no. dragons yet. Right. Yeah. Shout out, it, it, shout out to George R. R. Martin and the Game of Thrones staff. The House of the Dragon staff. But that's it for Don V Fridays, man. Until next week, go Hokies and God bless.